Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week, we are going to be doing a Q&A slash assumptions episode, just because I always think those are fun. I feel like we haven't done like a catch-up kind of thing in a hot second so i think it'll be good also if you guys like when sierra and i do book related catch-ups on here you should go watch the video we just posted on megan and sierra because we did our very first book video on youtube where we did our top five favorite books that we've read this year and the response was pretty positive yeah i feel like a lot of people in the comments were um i don't know like the number of comments but it feels like um sometimes like in our videos we don't get like a ton of new comments which is fine but like it seemed like the people that did watch this video were like, oh, like, I'm in it for this video. Like, I really like the concept. Whereas, like, for our weekender life, sometimes it's like we get good views, but, like, not necessarily, like, a ton of comments. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I also think that a very fun video to do in the future, I probably need to get more reading done. And, like, this semester right now is, like, busy. But eventually I'd like to do a video where we do reviews of books that are, like, popular but that we didn't necessarily like as much or we thought we would have liked them more given like, like how hooks they were um because a couple come to mind right now but yeah if you guys are interested check out our youtube channel we might do some more book videos in the future um and yeah the response is pretty positive so i was happy about that uh before we get started with the bulk of the episode we have to do our weekly spotlight so megan what is your weekly spotlight my weekly spotlight is the Hawks coming in at number three on the AP poll Can and watching them believe that just have six interceptions on Friday and have a great game. I know. I feel like I won't say Maryland was like a true test, even though like everyone was saying it, like coming out of Colorado State. I wasn't nervous, State. honestly, but I'm such a big Hawkeye fan that like almost nothing makes me nervous. <laughs> so. Yeah. We have to play like Alabama or Georgia for me to be like, oh no. Otherwise, I'm just like, we got it. But, um, yeah, so we didn't play Colorado State or Kent State the best. We still won, which is good. And, like, the scores, honestly, weren't even, like, super close. I think that we had at least more than one possession yeah. lead for both of them. I can't totally recall. Um, but going into Maryland, everyone's like, oh, like, watch out, Iowa. Like, you haven't been doing that well, going but you're overhyped. Play, especially because their QB is apparently ranked first in the country or was before the game. Uh, and we've got him benched. So... And, like, we actually did, like, we just had a really good show out for Maryland, I think, because I feel like we're going to win. Our play calling was better. It was. Notice how when we actually let our offense do stuff, they kind of can. When we actually, like, try throwing down the field, then we, like, can do that sometimes. I saw a stat today that um, since 2017, I don't really know why they put these two things together, but whatever. The stat was that Iowa, since 2017, has had... Her has la- has had more interceptions than they've allowed passing touchdowns, and we've only had five passing touchdowns that we've allowed this season so far, and twelve interceptions, half of which were just the Maryland game, um, which is insane. Mm-hmm. But like twelve is what we have now. In the last two seasons, we had like eleven and twelve, so we are already at greater or equal to 
the interceptions that we had the past two seasons. Yeah. And guys, this Saturday is going to be Penn State versus Iowa. And it's it's at in Iowa. Iowa City. Uh, so it's a 3-4 matchup. It's going to be electric. I honestly was City. expecting Iowa City, not Iowa City, Iowa to be ranked fourth. I didn't think that we were going to jump Penn State. I didn't think we were either. So that kind of surprised me. I've been meaning to look at the actual like voting different like differences, but I like the AP website hasn't loaded when I looked earlier. So now we really can't rush the field. Yeah, <laughs> we weren't. Not, there's no way we were rushing the field anyway. I didn't really think we like should if we won. If it was like we were four and they were three, but I was like, I don't know if people are like no. hyped or something. But now we're ahead of them, so it's like we can't rush the field, and it's not a night game, which is kind of sad, but. But I'm happy we're going to be there in person. People are, like, some people in our class are selling their tickets because, like, they're going for a pretty penny. But I'm just, like, you're giving up the experience. I know. (laughs) That's how I feel. Uh, But I see, like, a lot of people comparing this to being, like, the most, I don't know, like, what the right word is. The highest matchup game since, like, 1985 that Iowa has played. Which I didn't know Iowa was number one at one point in time. Like, that was they're talking about in 1985, I think it was, the... Michigan Iowa game. I think Iowa was number one. Michigan was number two. Really? Right. <laughs> so not it's just quite weird. That, but. I know there still is a lot of the season left to go, but it's we're literally in the top fourteen right now. Playoffs, baby. If we go to the playoffs, by all means, I hope we go to the playoffs. Okay, but I'm only paying to go to the Big Ten championship. Yeah, I'm not. Paying. Then bowl game is out for me. The yeah. Big Ten championship will be it. Yeah. Okay. Because that would be so much more expensive. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like, and also like, I don't want to go and pay to like watch the Hawks lose. Yeah, you know? I'd root for them. I'd root for them at home. But yeah, I think we could win the Big Ten championship. So that's what I'm setting my hopes and dreams on. And then if we go into playoffs, like, oh my god, I'd be so happy. I'll be rooting for them, and they're winning until they're not. But I'm not gonna pay however much money that would be to see for myself. Yeah. Okay, was that also your weekly spotlight? Uh, it was. I was going to, like, tack on. Um, we watched the game on Friday with some friends and, like, ordered some pizza. And it was a fun night. And, yeah, I think that's Otherwise, all. Otherwise, this weekend has been a lot of studying for us because we have three exams this week. Like, literally yesterday, I woke up and started studying at, like, 9.30. And then pretty much studied with football on in the background, like, taking occasional phone breaks until like five o'clock or something and then we went and had dinner with two of our friends and then we came back to our apartment and met up with some classmates and did some like practical review stuff so like the hands-on things we needed to know and then I was like it was 8 30 and I was like time to call it too much but it was fine (laughs) yeah I feel like yesterday was more productive than today I feel like today has just not been my day there should have been. We have an exam tomorrow for one of our classes, but it's not a class that is necessarily like top one of priority. our top priorities. So I've done a little bit of reviewing for that class, and I probably will do a little bit more tonight. But I've literally heard of some people, I don't know how much reviewing they've done prior to today, but I heard some people in our class saying that since we're done with our first class at 10 20 tomorrow and the exams are not, not until 1 30, they're just going to yeah, use that window. Say that too. And I'm like, I know that's a decent window, and, like, this exam's not worth a huge part of the grade, but, like, ah, I, <laughs> I don't know. I need to review whatever. I feel like the statistical stuff is what I don't know, because it's, like, a research class, and I'm supposed to kind of understand how they 
analyze stuff. But anyways, that's for us to worry about. We won't but once we get to Thursday, well, Golden. we still have like something kind of annoying on Friday, but like, like a simulated patient thing that I, the annoying part, honestly, is that they don't communicate with us what's going on. It's not specifically like our program. It's like an interprofessional thing. So it's like put on by whoever's in charge of that. And they were like, stuff will be posted by no later than September 30th. And it is October 3rd. And we have nothing. Radio silence. No time that we're supposed to be doing it. No Zoom link. I think there's pre, like things we're supposed to do before the session. But we don't have done that. for sure like which one we have, right? Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. On that note, uh, we're getting into assumptions, questions, whatever, whatever it is. It's just going to be a fun little conversation. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You may go first. Okay. And I'm starting on the bottom. You're on top. Uh, someone said, this is an assumption, you both currently, or you both are currently using dating apps. I am. No success thus far, but I am on them. I did recently, like within the past week and a half or something, get another one, but it's been... Well, I do when I'm on dating apps, because I got Tinder right now, even though like I used to do Hinge, but then I, when I was rethinking of like what one, if I wanted to get one again, I thought that maybe number-wise, Tinder would have more. Cast your net a and little And also, like, part of my, one of my flaws, I think, is that Hinge is good in the aspect that, like, it gives you so much information to, like, knock out. But at the same time, I kind of feel like that just, like, narrowed me down even more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So I just decided to try Tinder. And, like, this is probably not the best way to use the app. But, like, anytime I'm not on the app, I turn off my enable discovery. Because, I don't know, I just... I've I done don't it before. like it when my <laughs> thing's just on <laughs> and I'm, like, no, not... I'm like- on it. So like I I've done always, which limits how many people can even see it, but I don't really care. They have to be like on it whenever you're on it. Otherwise, <laughs> they're not going to see you. And so, yeah. I am on. Uh, it doesn't get me very excited. I see it when I'm on TikTok and people sh- like somehow say like, I met my boyfriend on Tinder. And like they look like the perfect couple. You're like, how? And everyone in the comments, obviously my experience is not new. Everyone in the comments is like, which Tinder We're are you using? using? The same <laughs> app? Yeah. Uh, I'm on Tinder and Hinge right now, which you see, like, a lot of the same people anyways, so it's, like, you say no to the same person twice. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No luck thus far for either of us. Yeah. So. But I'm, I remain hopeful. My uh, reasoning is, like, okay, I either am not on dating apps and I'm just existing in my life, or I am existing in my life that was kind and of I my thought process, apps. too, was that I was either doing nothing or I could be doing nothing but say that I'm doing something because I'm technically on a dating app. Yeah. And in the meantime, that's all I can muster up the energy to do. So. And if at some point I'm supposed to go on three dates by the end of the year, my goodness, we got to guess I'm going. Do you feel like you had, like, do you think maybe you had no expectations at the beginning of this year? But did you think you'd have gone on, like, one date by now? Did you have any sort of, like, time I don't thing? know. Because with the pandemic still, like, going pretty heavy at the start of the year, I, like, had the idea, like, okay, it'll probably like, start to settle down. But, like, I didn't know when. So based off of that, like, I didn't even know when I would go 
on a date. Yeah. So I didn't I know how many expectations ideally, I Ideally, I kind of thought like, like I'd try and figure it out over the summer. That's what I and guess then like towards the summer. Came and went. Towards the summer, I think you and I were talking at one point. I think we were like getting Dairy Queen or something, and it came up. And we were like, oh, like maybe since it's like summer, these classes are supposed to be like more chill. It'd be like a good time to see if we could go on a date. But then I was like, oh, like we're going to be here for like six weeks and then be like gone for six weeks. So it'd be like kind of weird. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't end up doing anything then. I will share because this is semi related, but I ended up turning the guy down. So, never mind. But, well, you didn't even communicate with him, right? We're talking about after the game. Oh, okay. Never mind. After a football game two weeks ago or something so you and I were walking back on the bridge and I kind of I don't know if the guy was with friends because I swear once he actually did talk to me I didn't see any friends around him but like when we were walking before getting on the bridge I swear it seemed like a guy was like from what I heard it seemed like he was like shoved behind me and then he was like wait 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 and then so I just was like but I didn't turn around but I was just like something seems oh, like, like it's happening to you no like it seemed like his, he was like with friends that this is all just what I heard from behind me. I'm trying to make sense of it. But I'm saying I had, like, a preconceived, like, was someone idea trying to, like, talk to me or not. But, like, then that was before we got on the bridge, and he, like, really didn't say anything until, like, we were getting off the bridge, and, like, that kind of takes a while. Anyways, so he came up to me. He's like, I thought you looked beautiful. Uh, could I have your Snapchat? And, like, it makes me wonder, like, what am I supposed to do in real life? Because, like, in theory, like, that's the real life, the real life thing. But there's multiple things about this that I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Because he wasn't ugly, but he also wasn't like what I would quote unquote say is like my type. Because he was blonde and ideally, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was fine looking, but I was just like, how old are you? Like, because odds are you're an undergrad, so like you're you've got to be younger than I am, and I just don't know how I feel about that. And then the whole like. Snapchat thing, I understand that that's probably the better thing because he's like, she's not going to give me, like, her number. But I don't know. I don't like Snapchat. And There's I, a lot to process in a matter of two seconds. Yeah. And so your like, gut no. said no. <laughs> and I feel fine about that decision. I yeah. don't, like, regret it now. But I thought I'd share. Yeah. An opportunity presented itself. And I and you did said no. declined. Yeah. So, yeah. You yeah. boost of confidence for me, though. And honestly, like, I don't mind when, like, that didn't bother me. I honestly say props to him for I know, having the guts like, to do that. I mean, this is like, I don't, can't think of a single time this has happened to me, like, in public. But I really applaud, like, the idea of people, like, going up and just, like, shooting their shot in person. But then, like, I hate the idea of, like, that person getting rejected. But, like, you shouldn't say yes just because you, like, feel bad for someone. You're like, oh, like, that was so, like, yeah. brave of you. Like, if you're not interested, I feel like you're just not interested. And probably should just say no from the start. But it's like, oh, like, good for you, but no. So then, like, try again with someone it's else. It's just that experience is kind of like, so what do I, what do I expect if I were to want something to happen in real life? I don't know. I don't know. We don't ever know. Um, someone asked, have you guys ever considered moving states? Um, I think, like, for most of my life, and even right now, I would still say, like, probably no. But I think that as I've gotten older, I'm less against it. Like, I could see myself, like, mostly if, like, my partner had to, like, move somewhere for a job. I feel like before I would have been like, oh, I would never do that. But I'm like, I mean, it's fine. Like, it's whatever. So, like, I would be willing to do that. I also feel like <clears throat> I've kind of been very, very lightly saying, like, oh, like, travel, travel PT, 
Like, that could be a fun thing to do. So in that sense, you'd be traveling for, like, shorter contracts. But I think it does seem nice because, obviously, like, the pay is better. And, but I think I would only probably do that if, it was, if I was in a serious relationship with someone who had, like, a flexible job. Because then, like, I would have someone who, like, it would be fun to go live in those different places. And I'd be doing it with someone and, like, not by myself. And not to say Sierra and I couldn't do that, but I just feel like it'd be easier to coordinate with like a significant other that like just had a remote job or had the opportunity to do a remote job rather than like both of us trying to like figure out contracts in the same place not that that's impossible but so in that sense yes I also agree with kind of what Sierra was saying with I would be more open to moving but the size of Iowa is just like good for me because otherwise if I were to move somewhere where it's too busy, I would be stuck in my house because I wouldn't like to drive places. That's what I was going to say. I like driving enough to where I can get from point A to point B. I don't like to drive around for fun. I don't, like, necessarily love driving. Like, I hate parking. I just, I would not be good in a large urban environment where it's, like, a ton of traffic. So, that would be a barrier. Uh, Next one I see, someone said, or someone asked, what is the part you're most looking forward to when you finish university? That's honestly crazy because I was just thinking, we just started the semester, so, like, we still have quite a ways away, but I was like, next semester is our last didactic semester. I know. Like, that is weird, and, like, we just started PT school, it feels like, and I know we really are only, like, halfway there technically, but clinical is, like, it's not going to feel like you're in school anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, like, I'm excited because I think that it'll be a good and exciting chapter to open, but I also think that, like, anything new, it's going to be difficult because you have, like, a whole new lifestyle you're going to have to get used to. And clinicals was kind of exposure to that a little bit this summer, And I say that, like, both positively and negatively um, because for clinical, one thing I hate about my clinical that, like, I will not replicate is my long commute because I hated that. Same. Um, And that's, like, not really going to be the case when I graduate, hopefully. But that aside, it was, like, it was really nice how I could finish work and then not have, like, school or obligations to do besides that. But it was just, like, a whole chunk of your day was just taken up by work. And so it kind of just made me, it made me realize that I'm going to have to really look into what schedule would work well for me. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's not the nine to five. I don't know. Honestly, I'd be fine working a 36 hour work week. And like some people are like, no, because you need 40 hours to get more money. I think I'd be satisfied with a 36 hour work week pay wise and Life-wise. I think so, too. Especially, like, if you, like, consider your setting. Like, if you work in a more, like, high-paying pay, high setting, then you could take that four-hour chunk and be like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, anything else to add to that? Things I'm excited about. I guess I didn't even really I'm excited to I. be back in Des Moines um, because I love Iowa City. Don't get me wrong, but it's very much a college town. And I enjoy Des Moines. Yeah. I think what I'm looking forward I'm to... I'm looking forward to Sierra getting a dog for us. <laughs> yeah. I am looking forward to getting a dog, which honestly probably will still be a while after I, like, get done with school and, like, find a job and stuff because I feel like I need to find 
my routine and get a realistic view of like if I can afford a dog, when I could train it. Like, you know, I have to figure all of those logistical stuff before I actually get a dog. But I will at some point get a dog and it'll be great and it'll be such a well trained dog. Um, Otherwise, like Megan said, I'm looking forward to having like time to myself, like with, you know, less studying and like all that. I just thought of something. So I'm going to say what I was thinking. So you know why I laughed. But I was thinking back to like what I was saying about the guy coming up to me. And then the audio just from TikTok just popped in my head of, I'm not, re- I'm not really into blondes or like whatever <laughs> it was. Make myself laugh. It's the opposite of that, isn't it? It's like, uh, sorry, I'm just really into blondes oh, or something. I messed it up. Well, imagine it's the opposite of that. I really am not into blondes though. Like I just, for some reason it could be like the most attractive person I've ever seen. But if they're blonde, I'm like, I just don't see it. Okay, my turn? I think it's my turn, technically. Oh, yeah, it is. Someone said, or someone asked, what's your biggest fear? Mm. Kidnappings, but now that I'm older, probably more like human trafficking. I remember being But not as much now. Like, that was top fear when I was younger, honestly. Yeah, thanks for that. I thought it was going to happen. (laughs) Um, I think we've said this before, but Grandma was like, it's not if, it's when. (laughs) She was like, you will be kidnapped at some point. That's the end. Tornadoes are a pretty big fear of mine, and I can't rationalize it. I can't convince myself, like, oh, I've lived in Iowa for this long, and nothing bad has happened so far. I hate tornadoes. I hate possible tornado-producing storms. Not good for me. I've gotten better, but, yeah. Um, I would say I've actually gotten better with storms as I've gotten older. I feel like, I don't want to say this is, like, an active, like, fear but just, like, how easily car crashes can happen, that scares me. Like, I see, like, I be scrolling on, like, KCCI, and it's, like, you know, oh, like, wreck, like, this many people dead, and it's just, like... KCCI is our local news. Yes. And it's just, like, someone just, like, dying because they got in a car accident. I look I just, at KCCI, but it's, like, the local central Des Moines news, but I grew up, like, listening and watching, and KCCI was what I looked at for news. So even though I'm in Iowa City, I still only look at KCCI news, so I just know what's going on. In Des Moines, but not anything that's going on in Iowa City or Cedar Rapids. I feel like that and, like, I'm not, like, afraid of driving. I just, like, am. It makes you a defensive driver. I think it does, too. So I think it's helpful. Because I'd be, like, looking, like, if the light's green, I'll kind of, like, make sure, like, no one's coming, even though they should have red lights and stuff. But, yeah. Or, like, I'm always so, like, paranoid that someone's going to switch lanes into my car for no reason. Like, she is. Top fear. (laughs) <laughs> um other top fears I don't feel like I have like I'm not afraid of heights or anything like or like I don't know I don't feel like I have like any huge phobias or mm. anything bugs we just had a huge fly in our apartment we realized mm. we've lived in this apartment for like four years and we've never had a fly in here we didn't have a fly swatter so we were just like how did a fly get in here because it was in our window it just was, like, making buzzing noises. And our windows don't open. So then, and we don't, yeah, we don't open our windows. I don't know how it got here. I'm convinced it had to come in through, like, a vent or something. But then I'm yeah. like, does that make sense? And it was a big fly. Yeah. It was gross. And I was just like, I'm not usually, like, flies don't scare me. But like, it like, sounds I weird to be like, I'm afraid of a fly. I don't. I kind of was. Yeah. It was like a horse fly. Oh, yeah. It was big. So I didn't enjoy- <laughs> Sierra literally, like, <laughs> jumped because 
I was, like, trying to kill it with, like, a... We were basically out of, like, a paper towel thing, so I was trying to kill it with that. And I kind of got it, but then we couldn't find it at, like, the bottom of the window. And it should have been closer to, like, my side. But then Sierra kind of, like, moved it around on her side. And it was, like, right there. Yeah. So I jumped because it was, like, a jump scare. I didn't expect it to be there. Okay. Um, next one, I see someone said, you have no interest in dating or a romantic relationship right now. Sometimes I do wonder, do I not try because I don't care right now? You know what I mean? That's a question you have to answer like yourself. If I, I generally can live my day pretty fine on my own. And like, I, we've talked a lot about dating this year because I know that's something I want for myself in the future. And like, I want, like, you got to make steps to make that happen. But at the same time, like, my effort has been low. And I just I have to like wonder what's... It's the balancing why. act of, you know you want it at some point, but you're like, I don't necessarily need it right now. But then it's like, we've talked about how... I think someone commented on our video a while ago, and they're like, everyone in the comments saying like, oh, like, just, it'll happen when it happens. Like, I've been doing the same thing, and like, I'm like, single and like, almost 30 or something. Which like, again, no shame to Fine, but she was saying it like... like yeah, if you don't do anything, there's no guarantee you're going to find anyone. Yeah, and I would like to find someone. I know at some point in time I want to be in a relationship. And I feel like my mindset right now is just kind of, like, being open to going on dates with people. I put way too much pressure on, like, it being more than, like, a single date, which I think is holding me back in that aspect of, like, uh, I don't want to go on this date with this one person because, like, that means, like, I could be in a whole relationship with them. And I'm like, I need to just be like, how about you just say you're going on a singular date with them and you never have to see them again? That's just it's too much for me. I, I like to look at it as a positive, though, too, because that just means that I'm very secure in a life on my own as well mm-hmm. because I don't rely on anyone else. Rely on anyone else. Yeah. It's good because I feel like we know who we are because, like, we've lived. I know you've had a relationship, but I say that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, like, we've lived our whole lives just, like, being ourselves. And, like, I'm very thankful to, like, not have been someone who – has had a boyfriend from, like, you know... There's someone we can think of specifically from high school that, like... That girl was in a relationship, and then would be... It'd be one day, I swear, she'd have a new boyfriend. And it was just, like... She would have decently long relationships where it's just, like... How do you move on that fast? I don't know. Yeah. But... Um... Did I answer, like, the question? I would say I am interested right now. Like, I'm not not interested but I'm also just I feel like I'm low like I don't want to try that hard but I'm still interested I wait for someone to like fall into my lap okay (laughs) snapchat guy fell right into your lap I know (laughs) everything I asked for (laughs) and I said no he was blonde though so it's not everything you asked for I literally I would do the effort of like if I were to see someone on like my freaking Instagram explore page that I thought was cute I would like slide in their DMs but like ask me why apparently I don't find anyone attractive would have to be someone that like lives close by like how would you even see them mostly yes I don't know sometimes I'm just like or if I'm scrolling through TikTok like but then I'm just like <laughs> I end up on the same <laughs> med students t- Instagram no. Colin <laughs> is this yes Colin? he's so yes. cute but he's freaking married yes and I always forget it's him then I'm like he's no, cute I Sierra <laughs> same 
Colin Husky or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So if you guys want to know who, like, because apparently we both find him attractive, I'm just like, he's in a happy relationship, though. Seems like a great guy. Like, good for him. But uh, I heard on heart. Instagram, and I'm like, oh, him again. I need to remember his freaking name. Now I do know because it's happened at least three or four times. I've been like, he's cute. Go to his TikTok. Go to his Instagram. Shoot, it's the same freaking medical student. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I'm glad that we both <laughs> experienced the same thing. Whose question is next? Yeah. It's your turn. Um, someone said, I feel like you guys handle stress very well, for example, with deadlines and heavy workload. I think so, too. <laughs> I feel I like agree. what's weird is the stress for this school year, and this has been, like, universal with everyone I've talked to in our class, stress is non-existent right now. And I don't know, like, that's not necessarily a good thing or a bad thing. It's kind of either way, but we've just all been vibing, I feel like. We've been, like, we've been here before. We're going to get through it. And it's not, like, the highest stress that it was last semester, even, even our first semester. And I can't really say why that is. I f- I, we've had a heavy workload. Don't get me wrong. This semester has arguably been the most work so far, I feel like. But I've just been vibing, and I've just been keeping my cool, and it's going pretty well. I think that once we get through the next two weeks especially, we're going to be vibing again for a little bit. Mm-hmm, I agree. Um, I probably could use a little bit more stress to kick me into gear. But, like, I also, I'm still trying to find a balancing act of, like, you know, giving enough effort into studying and schoolwork so that I can, like, do well, understand material, but, like, not trying to, like, kill myself over knowing every single detail so maybe in that sense it's like good I don't know but I agree stress has been kind of low I think in terms of handling stress because we've certainly gone through periods of time where like we've been stressed um I think that I can handle it well by breaking things down into like one task at a time or like things I can control discipline and even if we're not motivated to do things we know what we have to get done and we make it happen yeah my turn now uh someone said do you think you'll be living together next summer i think we plan on it for at least the maybe summer i guess so we're planning on moving back to des moines when we finish school in may like finish the didactic part of school and then getting i would freaking love to like dad if you're listening to this you should buy a house renovate it and then megan and i will rent it from you but we'll be, like, business partners in the venture. Someone will sell the house one day. But, like, I want to freaking live in a house, but I don't want to buy a house. I don't think Dad wants to buy a house right now either because the market's not great. But I just, I'm so tired of, like, living in And Sierra and I, like, in theory, if Sierra and I saw ourselves living together for a while, that, like, in theory, we would, like, go in on buying a house together. But, like, we just don't want to end up living in it. Like, we're not going to end up, hopefully, like, this is my <laughs> hope. No offense. That we're not going to end up living together long enough where it would make sense to buy a house. Yeah. Megan's so. referring to us eventually, like, getting into relationships and, like, moving in with And, someone like, leaving else. each other. So, that's what she's referring to. That's the hope. But, like, also, it's much cheaper to live with your roommate, so I don't want to live by myself. Mm-hmm. So, I guess until we both end up in serious relationships, we're stuck together. <laughs> What's going to be interesting... Till death do us part. <laughs> What'll be interesting is if we have, like, not the same 
timeline relationship wise of like when we'd like move in with our significant other because that'd be like a little tricky but nothing to worry about until the other person would just find a roommate somewhere yeah i wouldn't like that well you kind of have to so um okay someone said that they assume we cry about studies and stress more often than the camera portrays i don't really cry that much especially about school I was going to say, I don't cry about school, like, literally at all. And then, but sometimes if I'm watching, like, an emotional TikTok video or whatever, I'll tear up. So I wouldn't say I don't ever cry, but school is just not one it's of not those shedding tears over. No, but I also feel like it kind of goes back to stress and how I feel like we handle the stress pretty well. So it's not like it ever gets to me or anything. So I don't feel the need to cry. Like, I'm not trying to say this as, like, oh, I just don't let myself cry. Like, I don't really feel the need to cry about school. Yeah. I feel like if I've cried about school in the past, it's just beca- been because of, like, pure overwhelming, like, feeling. And this semester has been overwhelming, but I feel like, again, the stress is low, and I don't know why, but I'm not going to be mad about it. It's your turn, right? No. Shoot. Okay. Uh, someone said, do you ever miss competitive gymnastics? No. And I say that because, like, obviously I miss gymnastics, but, like, I feel like when you say, do you miss competitive gymnastics, it's kind of like, would you, like, go back and do it again right now if you could? And I would say no. I don't feel the need to go compete or anything. If anything, I miss, like, doing gymnastics, but even that is, like, I would have gotten more involved in gymnastics if I missed it more than I do. But, like, since Sierra and I are kind of maybe hopefully getting back into it a little bit, like, I'll partake in it. But it hasn't been dragging me down. Yeah, I think where I land on this is, like, I mean, I think it's fun to go back and, like, watch old competition videos. And I like to reminisce in that aspect of, like, oh, like, it used to be so fun to, like, go to gymnastics practice, like, during the week. And, like, I had my friend, I had my friend group. I had my coaches. Like, I was learning, learning these cool skills, but it's not it's like I would go back. You know what I mean? Kind of life. You have to accept when a phase of your life has ended and know that it's time to move on instead of trying to grasp onto the past. And, like, I'm so busy with too many other things to, like, have kept up with gymnastics just on my own. Someone's question is, or assumption, I guess, is that we are making and hanging out with more friends because, and being more social. That is true. It is true. It's been, it was kind of starting that way over the summer, and then it's been, like, continuing that since we got back from clinicals. So it's been nice. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. We've been going to tailgates with our classmates now Mm -hmm. and doing that, whereas before, during undergrad, Sierra and I would simply walk to the games. I know. People, you I never understood. I know some people, I think, just, like, walk around and, like, find a tailgate. I'm just, like... I'm not going to go up to a stranger and, like, I'm not going to go walk tailgate. to a frat house and, like, hope that I can get into the... Girls get in all the time. And I I would be like, who do I know here? <laughs> no one. <laughs> no, but I think girls get in to, like, I any know, but frat tailgate. I just can't imagine Isn't that a weird that? concept how, like, it's, like, girls get in free and then guys have to, like, either know someone or do they have to pay? I don't even know. I swear, like, some... Otherwise, sometimes, they, like, they have to bring girls. <laughs> like, ew. That's such a gross concept. Let us know if we're wrong, because we very well could be. Yeah. Um, so that's been fun. 
Um, yeah. Uh, someone says, this is an assumption, you guys are like that girl. No. That girl has her life together more than I do. And that I girl's like life she is more has, peaceful than mine. She has like a nice morning routine. And you know what I don't have is a good morning routine. Yeah. I kind of hate my morning routine, honestly, but I don't change it. But I hate waking up, so. That girl is a morning person. I am not. I do think that I have the aspects of consistently working out, being pretty on top of my stuff, and having a creative outlet. I don't know. The food, though, could not be me. Sierra did pretty good planning our meals this week, though. I know. We'll see if it turns out good. You're kind of being that girl this week. (laughs) Just one week at a time. Although my lunch is, I don't know what a that girl lunch is, but my lunch is like peanut butter jelly sandwich because that's all I care to pack. I hate lunch with a passion. Me too. I hate breakfast and I hate lunch. Everything should just be dinner. Yeah, I agree. It's Here's what is about lunch is that you have to pack something. I always just want to buy something for lunch and then I love lunch. Yeah. There's nothing even remotely close to our campus that like would be good enough to buy. Like there's like cafe that freaking sucks that you can buy food from. Don't say that about EMRB. It does suck. Yeah, it's not great. And I met some people go to the hospital cafeteria, but, like, I don't want to go to the hospital to get food. I don't even know if their food's good. Um, There are food trucks every Thursday. and It ends in October, and I'm going to be very sad when it's done because... I love lunch on Thursdays. Yeah, because I can buy it. It's just ugh, packing a lunch. This is why I like lunch in undergrad, because I never freaking packed it. I always went and bought lunch. Sad. Something Buying food is so much better than making a working woman. I will have to find a way to enjoy lunch. Otherwise, it's just going to be a sad life. But for now, PB&Js. I just cry. And this is semi-related a little bit. Not really. How do you guys keep a fit body while still eating not-so-healthy foods? (laughs) Obviously, everyone's body is different. Okay? First and foremost, we'll say that. I feel like I do try. I know I, I am not here claiming that I eat healthy at all, but I also don't eat like the absolute worst. There, there are people who eat much worse than I do. And I try to like for lunches recently, it's usually been I'll make like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, pack like some saltines or pretzels, maybe like a clementine or something or like a fruit of some sort. Like, so that's a not too bad lunch. I don't think that's like absolutely unhealthy. And then um, my breakfast is kind of a give and take. Here's what I'll say about my breakfast. My breakfast is usually a bowl of cereal or a Pop-Tart. But I feel like, I guess technically it's probably like not too high in calories like versus like a whole plate of pancakes. So it's not healthy, we but I'm not eating pretty a good lot of dinner. it. Dinner, we do actually do pretty good. I will say like if we don't, do dinner it's because like we don't want to cook and so like we'll order pizza or something or maybe we go out to dinner but we actually like don't go out to dinner yeah we usually just order pizza because i was telling megan i was like we should like go to restaurants more like we don't do that i feel like that we just got so used to it's kind of nice not leaving like i gotta be honest it's a task for me to like Mm -hmm. leave and go get dinner you know um but it's nice when you're there the ambiance maybe we'll do that more often I feel like the other key things, what else would I say? So I just feel like we balance. I also feel like I definitely know when I'm full 
And so, like, at the mm-hmm. very least, my body's going to tell me, like, you're done eating. So, yeah. stop. Like, I've never... Like, I hate being a calorie in, calorie out person. But, like, if you're technically asking, that's probably why. But I don't advise not eating, like, healthy foods. Yeah. I was going to say, between... You know, part of it's calories. Part of it is, like, the actual, like, diet and, like, I don't know, nutrient kind of stuff. I think calorie-wise... I'm, like, right on par with, like, where I should be. I don't count calories, but, like, I would guess like that I'm in, like, the right yeah. ballpark area of where I should be eating. Uh, Nutrients-wise, I don't know. Probably not as good as it could be, but, like, again, not the worst. My primary care provider told me good that it was for fine this if I week, ate. Like, for dinner this week, which this is probably, like, a more exceptional week, but we're doing, like, cod and asparagus. We're doing a nice pasta dish. We're doing chicken tacos and I don't remember, and like a chicken with sauce type thing. Oh, yeah. I think that can go on pasta. So like that sounds, that, I don't know about you guys, but that sounds like a good, well-balanced meal to me, all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it my turn to ask the next one? Yes. Someone said, how do you integrate more active learning in your studying instead of just reading notes? I actually kind of jumped on this a little bit later than I wish I would have this semester. I have mixed feelings for Quizlet, but I got to say that at the end of the day, if I am not, there are some classes I don't need to use Quizlet because it's not that big of a deal not to. Um, Like for our integumentary class, we have outlines that our professor makes and like they're short enough where I can like get myself to like go through and do active learning on the outline and like remember what it's talking about. Because in my opinion, active learning is just, like, being able to, like, recall and, like, practice that and know the things you need to know. Um, but for, like, a musculoskeletal class, last semester I made quizlets and, like, it worked pretty well. And then this semester, that just, like, wasn't on my mind to, like, get that going. And then these are, like, the exams we have this week. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, I, like, haven't really been studying. And how am I going to, like, make the most use of my time? So it forced me to have to, like, make so many quizlets like a lot of them very late because I was like, oh, I am going to do Quizlet because I want to do active learning. And so I wish I would have been just more on top of that and like made the Quizlets as we were learning them because it would have been more manageable. But I do think that since I've been going through them, it's doing what it's supposed to again. And it's making me recall stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think active recall is good. I think that studying in groups of people in this, like that are in the same class and then just like talking about things or teaching things is also really good because they say that the best way to learn is to make sure you can teach it to someone else. And so in areas that you feel like you understand, you can teach that to other classmates who don't understand and vice versa. So if you don't understand something, but someone else does, hopefully they can explain it to you in a way that makes more sense. And it's also just like more fun to study that way because you're just like talking with people. Yeah. As opposed to like staring at notes. Um... Someone said that they assume that we would be each other's brides or each other's maids of honor. Yes. Yes. We are currently co-maids of honor for Haley. And Haley already knows that she's most likely just going <laughs> to be a bridesmaid for both yes. of us. Because I think having two would be too much. Props to Haley for... Haley needed both of us, though, because, God, none of us, neither of us are doing it on our own. Yeah. We're barely doing it together. I know. I'm like, honestly, good luck to me having Sierra as my maid of honor. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, good luck to you. Like, I plan at least a little more than Sierra does. Yeah. I haven't done anything. Yeah. Uh, 
someone said that they assume that we're ready to move on from YouTube. I would say no. Um, I still have a pretty good time doing YouTube. I think that the one thing that like gets on my nerves a little bit right now is just kind of the lack of time. I don't mind making the YouTube videos or like coming up with a plan or the planning, but it's just kind of a lot with grad school and everything else we have going on. But I still enjoy it. And yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that we just have like so much content in general that we try and put out. And I don't say like, I don't think we're overworking ourselves because it's pretty manageable right now, but it is very time consuming. And so in that aspect, I'm like, God, it would be easier if I like didn't have the stuff to do because I'd have more free time to just, aka more free time to like sit and watch Which YouTube. Which I obviously have plenty of time, watch Netflix. time to do. Um, so yeah, I would say I'm not ready to move on. I don't know if it'll be a forever thing, but it is a for now thing. Someone assumed that we don't budget. Kind of true. Mostly true, I would say. I feel like, and I honestly think I should. I probably should. I always say that I spend within my means. But that being said, I don't, like, say, here's what I'm spending for groceries. Here's what I'm spending for rent. Here's what I'm, I mean, rent's the same every month. But, like, I don't budget things out into, like, here's what I'm getting for income. Here's what I'm splitting out to be. Here's my um, fun activities, you know, budget. I think that budgeting will be more useful when I get like a salaried job that I can know I'm consistently going to be earning X amount and like then planning for like what are my future goals to have in terms of like investing versus saving versus like a budget for a house like that's the stuff I need yeah. to know I feel like right now I'm vibing until we graduate and then I'll figure stuff out more because I know I'm like pretty set until graduation between like what I'm spending now versus what I'm making versus like, like all it's that pretty stuff. consistent. But I will need to probably be a more efficient budgeter so I can plan for that stuff. Um someone said, or this is their assumption, you guys never really struggled to get good grades in undergrad. I'm on that one. Hmm. So does that mean I'm like, are we caught up now? We must be. We're at like 45 minutes, so we're actually not horrible on time if it is shorter. Um, I feel like it's a yes and no situation because I do think, think that things tend to come pretty naturally to me. Like, for example, in high school, we'll start there. I didn't hardly have to study in high school, I feel like, at all, and I still did pretty dang good with grades, and, like, I didn't have to try that hard. But in undergrad, I did try pretty hard because I didn't want to know what the alternative would be. Mm -hmm. And so in that case, I would say that I put in a lot of time and effort in order to do well. And so, I mean, I didn't struggle because by the time I took the test, I knew that I should do pretty well. And so therefore, I had a system that worked for me. Although yeah, I, I feel will like say, I was going to say something and now I don't know what I was going to say. So never mind. I would say that it kind of depends on how you interpret this question. Like, where the struggle, like, was. Was it hard? I do remember what I was going to say. Go for it. There was someone who we actually went to high school with her, but she also came to the same uh, university, college, and we were in the same biology class. 
And she got a perfect score on her ACT. And she is very, very smart. And in our biology class, which I had to spend so much time studying for and, like, being able to learn and know what you're talking about, she told us, and I don't know, like, how exactly true it is, but she literally said that she just absorbed what she was in lecture and then, like, looked through all the notes one time before exams. And she, like, I'm pretty sure she always did very well on them. So I don't know how her brain works, but I was very jealous because she's just a very smart person. Um, I was going to say, like, in terms of the actual question, like, you didn't struggle to get good grades in the sense of, like, struggling, like, it was... Like, it would be... I feel like struggling is, like, you're putting in the time and effort and it still isn't, like, clicking. Yeah. So, in that sense, no. But, like, we went through, like, hardships of having to, like, figure out concepts we didn't understand. Like, it was kind of, like, where the struggle was is different than, like, depending on where you interpret the question. I don't know. But grades-wise, grades-wise... For the most part, I pretty much always hit where I knew I was going to hit, which usually was pretty good because I always made sure that I knew stuff for the exams because I was like, if I don't, I don't know how to answer it. And obviously that sounds very simple and obvious, but I was like, I got to know what I got to (laughs) know. So we're going to learn it one way or another. I think that was all of the... I think that's everything we've got. ...ones that we wanted to go over. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode um if you did make sure you rate us on apple podcasts we have merch if you want to support it's available on our teespring i think it's still called that also you guys should let us know either through dm or just commenting on our instagram post what other kinds of episodes do you want from us whether either like special topic or if there's certain segments for lack of a better term that we do that you like and you just want to see more of then let us know. Yeah. I feel like we've been in a slump of like coming up with new episode ideas. And so re-spark our interest. Not interest, but ideas, topics. I don't know. Because it's all like ultimately it's what you guys want to hear. It's yeah. what we want to talk about. Someone did say like, uh, I know we just were talking about books in YouTube, but like someone was like a book podcast, like filled with, come up with a concept. and Yeah. That could be fun. So I think that's all we have. You guys can follow us on Instagram at according to. You can follow our personals. Linked in the description, or at least mentioned. I don't know (laughs) if they're linked. Uh, Okay, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.